Hello and welcome to Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Kelly, and today I will be reviewing the forecast for December of 2020. Please sit back and enjoy. All right, so here we are. We are in the last month of 2020. We're going to make it. It's been quite a year. And when we start the month of December, we are coming off of the energy of the lunar eclipse in Gemini, which occurred on November 30th. And that same day, roughly, Uh, we get Mercury sextile Saturn. So Mercury is in Scorpio, sextiling Saturn in Capricorn. This is kind of nice because a sextile is a nice little positive transit, if you will. And this will just bring about some clarity. I had mentioned in the previous forecast that the lunar eclipse in Gemini was probably going to be pretty disruptive and be a bit messy. But with this aspect, we get a little bit of clarity. So we're starting off December, like a little disrupted, but like, uh, maybe this is going to work out or maybe, you know, I see things this way now. And it's way, it's, it's way clearer than it was before. So that's how we're starting the month out. On December 6th, Venus and Scorpio will try Neptune and Pisces. And I really look at this as a nice transit. One, it's a trine, so it's an easy flow of energy. Neptune is in Pisces. And I mean, I know Venus is in a, is in a Mars world sign, but she's exalted in Pisces. So there's at least a little bit of reception there between the two planets. And I feel like Venus and Neptune will have a conversation about the hopefulness that they feel going into this new year that we're about to move into. This month in December, we're also going to see a lot of changing of the guard. So there's going to be a lot of changes in energy, too. So even that can bring about like a feeling of hopefulness, or at least a hope of getting into something different rather than the same old, same old. On December 10th, Venus in Scorpio again, she will sextile Pluto. So uh, again, a positive transit, and Venus in a Mars world sign, and Uh, sextiling Pluto. I mean, this is just, to me, this is just kind of a a dig down into, like, what do I really want? And maybe having those realizations. And again, you know, the ruler for Pluto is Scorpio, and that's where Venus is. So again, they're having a decent conversation about like, what do you really want? Where's, you know, where's your personal, where's your personal power and all of this? On December 14th, we have two things happening. Okay. So December 14th, we have a new moon in Sagittarius, but this is also the Sagittarius solar eclipse. 
We also get Venus and Scorpio sextiling Jupiter. So let's talk about the solar eclipse first. So we know that eclipses are disruptions. New moon in Sagittarius. You know, Sagittarius has a tendency to be very hopeful, very big picture. And and the eclipses can be disruptive. And this is this is a new moon. So how I look at this is it's kind of like a yeah. <laughs> We're coming to the end of a year and I'm getting hopeful, but I'm also very cautious <laughs> about my hopefulness. And with Venus sextiling Jupiter, again, Jupiter is in fall position in Capricorn. So again, this is like a, I'm trying to feel hopeful. I'm trying to look to the future. I'm trying to like have a good relationship with myself and other people. But there's an apprehension or there's something that is just very constrictive about it or constrained about it. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just moving forward and being hopeful with caution. This is this is how I see this. And then on the 15th, we're going to keep talking about Venus. Uh, Venus will sextile Saturn. So Saturn is about to leave Capricorn. Thank God. But Venus, they're going to have one little last conversation. And that same day, Venus is going to move into Sagittarius. So what's interesting about this is it's just like, oh, hey, wait, I just want to catch you one last time before you move into Aquarius and I move into Sagittarius. And, you know, Venus, Saturn transits, you know, whether they be a square or whether they be a trine, they're not the sexiest of transits, but I feel like they're very grounding transits. And I feel like with Venus having these conversations of like, yay, we're trying to be hopeful. And we're trying to really look to what we really want. But we feel like it's kind of a downer. Like, I think Saturn will be like, yeah, because this is the reality of the situation. Like, don't feel bad about it. Just realize where the limitations are right now you know, and, and try to work with them as the best you can. And on December 17th, I'm so excited about this. Saturn will enter Aquarius. We've had Saturn in the heavy lead of Capricorn for like two and a half, almost three years. And even though traditionally, Aquarius is a Saturn ruled sign. To me, the energy is different. Like Capricorn is just very, it is very earthy. It's very heavy. Whereas Aquarius is like, is air and is innovative and futuristic and, and, you know, concerned about the collective and unique and all of that. So I feel like with Saturn moving into Aquarius, the work now, because Saturn is always about work, you know, Saturn doesn't really ever take a vacation. 
And I think if Saturn ever did take a vacation, it would be a working vacation, you know, but I think that's how Saturn, the energy that Saturn's going to move into of like, okay, what is the work now? What is, what is the work around innovation? What is the work around the future? Like there's still work to be done. So what are we doing to bring about a better, better future, bring about innovation? And how are you working with the collective? Like what is the collective doing? So that's where the work moves to. It wasn't this very like Capricorn, materialistic structure, like what's the work that we have to do within the structures to get to where we want to go? And maybe, you know, what doesn't serve in the structures anymore? And now Saturn is moving into like is moving into the, okay, well, what does the future look like? What's the work for the future? And the Structure and systems aren't going to be the same. Aquarius doesn't think about structures and systems in the same way that, say, Capricorn would. So we're really going to have to change our thinking around the systems and structures that we work within. And we're just really going to have to change our attitude on, on what the work is and what future is and what innovation is and what the collective is. So that's a lot to chew on. And then another thing I'm super excited about, on December 19th, bless poor Jupiter, Jupiter finally gets to leave Capricorn, where I've been saying, you know, for a million years, it feels like now that Jupiter was in fall position in Capricorn. Well, now Jupiter gets to move into Aquarius. And Jupiter is at least neutral in, in Aquarius. You know, Jupiter is, doesn't feel super great there, doesn't feel bad there either. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, Aquarius, cool. Air, innovation, future. Ooh, how do I expand these things? And I feel like Jupiter's going to have more of an opportunity to do that because when Jupiter was in Capricorn, Jupiter was like, okay, I expand, but I've been put into this confined space and I'm not happy about that for one, but there's only so much space I can move in. There's only so much I can do. Well, now Jupiter is kind of like, you know, now Jupiter is outside the walls and is like, yeah, I can move around freely. Woohoo! <laughs> so that's the energy that Jupiter will be in. Now, Jupiter stays in a sign for about a year. So with Saturn moving into Aquarius, you know, Saturn's going to be in Aquarius, you know, it's the usual, you know, two and a half to three years. And Jupiter is going to be there for about a year. And <laughs> in the theme of Jupiter and Saturn, there is the great conjunction on December 21st. On the 21st, the sun moves into Capricorn, and on the 20th, Mercury moves into Capricorn. So between the 20th and the 21st, we have a lot going on. Let's talk about the winter solstice Saturn-Jupiter conjunction 
and Aquarius. Uh, this has been a hot topic for a while because the Saturn, Saturn and Jupiter do a conjunction like every 20 years. And um, when they do this, it is happening in a certain sign. So for a while now, Jupiter and Saturn, the aspect, when they make aspects to each other, they've been making them in the signs of the, of the earth signs. Now they will be making those signs, then now they will be making those aspects in the air signs. So we're moving from an earth age to an air age. That's why this is such a big deal. And this conjunction marks like, hey, <laughs> we're starting the age of air when it comes to, you know, Jupiter and Saturn interacting with each other. And they're starting in the sign of Aquarius, which is a fixed sign. And Aquarius is an air sign. And as I had said previously, the sign of Aquarius is all about innovation, the future, the collective. Uh, Aquarius has a tendency to be very unique. And Aquarius is like, I'm an individual, but I need to understand how I fit in the larger group. Whereas the opposite of Aquarius is Leo, where Leo is like, me. It's all about me. <laughs> Look at me and my fabulous hair. So that's the energy that these two planets that are moving into. Jupiter is the, you know, planet of expansion, the planet of big truth, the planet of um the yeah, the the planet of the larger picture. And Saturn is the planet of constriction, boundaries, and work. I mean, when I really think about Saturn, I think about Saturn as like, I want you to be the best version of yourself you can be. What work do you have to do to be that? Because, you know, most likely you don't just, you know, you don't just wake up one day and go, I want to be fabulous. And you are, you know what I mean? So Saturn is all about the work. Saturn is about like, what work do you need to do to become the best version of yourself? And Saturn in Saturn's realm, like the work is never done. And that's why we get irritated with Saturn, because Saturn is just like, you know, because we're just like, I already woke up fabulous. Like, I don't need to do any more work. And Saturn is like, oh, yeah, how about I put a few challenges in, in your way to make you rethink that? You know, so we always kind of look at Saturn as a bit of a bummer, but Saturn is also there to help us as well. So you have these two polar opposites because Jupiter is just like, you're awesome already, <laughs> you know, and the other one is saying you need to do some work. And so they're they're joining together in the sky in this sign of innovation and future. And I think what it means is Jupiter is like, I'm going to show you all of the possibilities that the future could hold, not just for you, 
but for the collective. And then Saturn is going to come in and say, yeah, and now I'm going to show you all the work that has to be done in order to get there. Like Jupiter just can't hand it over on a platter. Like it'd be great if that happened that way, but that's not really how the universe works. So that is... So that is, you know, going to be the energy that we're ending 2020 on and walking into 2021 with. Uh, I'm actually quite excited about it. I I feel like this is, I feel like it's the thing that we need. <laughs> so yeah. Now I had mentioned on December 20th, Mercury moves into the sign of Capricorn. So this is just a note that uh, you know, you get a changing of the guard. Mercury is no longer in Sag. Mercury is now in Capricorn. Mercury is hanging out with just Pluto at this point. <laughs> and the sun, though, comes in to join Mercury on the 21st of December. So the sun moves into Capricorn. So Mercury being the planet of communication, the planet of travel, um, hey, hey, travel is still constrained by, you know, this Saturn ruled sign, big shock there. But I also think that with both the sun and Mercury there, I think it lends some grounding, like the Jupiter Saturn conjunction is happening. And it's like, <gasps> the future. And also like, oh, wow, that's going to be a lot of work. And I feel like the sun and, and Mercury will just be communicating and will be able to feel because, you know, when we think of sun, we think of sense of self, you know, we'll be able to ask and maybe answer those questions of like, well, I need to ground myself first because I don't want to fly off into nothing you know, air sign, <laughs> thinking of nothing but the future, but not thinking of the present. So I feel like Mercury, I feel like Mercury and the sun being in Capricorn could be very grounding for us. On the 23rd, Mars and Aries. Yep, Mars is still in Aries. <laughs> but at least Mars is moving forward now and feeling a bit better. Mars and Aries is going to square Pluto. So this happened already because of the retrograde cycle. So about August 13th and 14th, we had a Mars square Pluto. And then about October 8th, we had a Mars square Pluto. So if you've been keeping your journal, <laughs> go back and look at those dates just to figure out, you know, what themes were present. And that will be the end of that part of the trilogy on December 23rd. And interesting that it's happening like right before Christmas. Mars square Pluto. Um, eh, power play, but really like where, where's your power and how can you take action on that? And now that Mars is moving forward, there may have been some things like over the summer and into the fall where you were just kind of like, Ugh, 
I just want to get started on this. Like I figured this thing out. Like I went down into the deep dark depths and I figured out, I figured this thing out. And I just want to move forward on it. But see with the retrograde, Mars was really stuck. So if there's something that you have been stuck in or stuck on, this Mars square Pluto aspect might get you unstuck. Just know that it's a square. So it might not be very gentle, but it, but at least it's like catapulting you forward to where you need to go. It's getting rid of this unstuckness. And then on the 27th, uh, Sun and Capricorn trine Uranus and Taurus. I think this is just kind of cool because the th- you know with this month, We're trying to be hopeful. Like, we've been through the stuff with 2020. We've finally gotten Saturn and Jupiter out of Capricorn. (laughs) Um, And the sun is hanging out in Capricorn and feeling very grounded. And Uranus is in Taurus feeling very grounded. You know, you've got Earth, Earth. So this might be the lightning strike that we need of like, this is what I'm going to do in the physical world to move forward. And because we've been, you know, trying to feel hopeful, we might be cautiously optimistic or cautiously hopeful because, you know, it well, because of 2020. <laughs> That's why. And we're still fighting a you know, we're still dealing with a pandemic and we're still, we're just still dealing with a whole bunch of stuff. Um, So, but I feel like, you know, this might be the, you know, rebellion within the self that needs to occur. And because it's a trine, it's an easy flow of energy. So you might get that lightning strike moment of like, no, this is, this is how I want to move forward. This is how I see myself moving forward in the future. And it's like, and because, you know, we've had this uh, coloring of like, hopefulness going on, we might, you know, we might be like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I can do that. Maybe I can, maybe we're going to get out of this. (laughs) Maybe, maybe we're going to leave the confines of the castle and get to go and breathe some fresh air. And then finally, on December 29th, the last aspect I have is the full moon and cancer. And what's great about this is that there isn't an eclipse disturbing this lunation. And the moon is at home in cancer. I really feel like with the full moon and cancer being the last lunation we have of the year, I feel like it's just going to be this very nurturing moon of like, you made it. <laughs> you you know, come home. You know, when I think cancer, I think of home. I think, you know, the the mother archetype, the the ocean, just this this depth of feeling. And like, you know, this full moon, we're gonna be on our, you know, we're gonna be in our feels. And that's okay because, you know, 2020 has not been an easy year for a lot of people. And it just hasn't been easy to do things in in general. And when I've talked to 
when I've talked to people, there's been this discussion around like, yeah, I'm doing okay, but there's just this stagnation, you know, or it's just like, well, I got through this challenge and now I'm just on to the next challenge and on to the next, like there's just a hurdle after hurdle after hurdle after hurdle. So I feel like with this full moon and cancer, one, I feel like it's going to be a very cleansing full moon. Like it's just going to be like, (sighs) but it's also going to be like the hug a loving, caring person who who cares deeply about you gives you like I I just feel like it's it's going to be like that. And. Yeah, you know, we'll, we're going to be entering 2021. Some interesting things will be happening in 2021. Uh, Mars will finally move out of Aries, I believe it's on January 6th. Of course, then Mars will have to conjunct Uranus, uh, I think on January 21st. And then we start having the um, Saturn square Uranus. We get the Saturn square square Uranus. So and we're going to get several of those squares. So that's going to be interesting, because that's going to be like, what work are you doing to bring about the rebellion? (laughs) It's like, well, I just want to rebel. It's like, nope, you got to work. It's going to be an interesting conversation that happens in 2021. And I believe those go into 2022 as well. I haven't looked yet. So um. 2021, I feel like it's definitely a different vibe. I do feel like there is an opportunity for more uplifting vibes, whereas like 2020 was just like, yeah, the hits just keep on coming. And I don't mean hits like as in songs you like to listen to. I mean, hits as in to the face. So, yeah. So that is December, and I really hope that everyone has a safe and happy holiday, happy new year. Take care of yourselves. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe. For more information, please go to our website at somethinginthestars.com. Until next time, take care.